What's the place of exit exams in our education system? In an op-ed in the Oxford uh, student newspaper, a columnist suggested that exit exams should be done away with. That you just have one day. How can one day exam determine your career path forever? So in in the UK they have the uh, O-level and A-level exams, that is the GCSE, GCSE exams. Then in, in Kenya they have KCSE exams, that is at Form 4, and then KCP exams at Standard 8. In India they have the JEE exams, which determines who will get to the uh, most prestigious institutions of higher learning in India, the famous Indian Institute of Technologies, which have produced the likes of uh, CEO Sundar Pichai of Google and Alphabet, CEO of Sun Microsystems, Satya Nadella, CEO of Microsoft, and CEO of Adobe. Dean of Harvard Business School, not in Noria, among others, until an Indian publication noted that Indian greatest export was CEOs. So you see, this JEE exams, that is the end, uh, end of high school terminal exams, they are so competitive that they are a lucrative market for tutors who uh, give extra lessons so that students can. Uh, can uh, excel in the exam and that's why Amazon has started an educational company, edtech company to tutor students on JEE exams. China they have the Gaokao exam sat by at least 10 million Chinese students every year and they determine the uh, prestige of the university you will be admitted to and you know China's invest uh, uh, career path is very bureaucratic this largely borrowed from the civil service days where they had the hardest exams and I think that's where the Victoria education system is derived from. So the Chinese Gaokao exams sat by the 10 million Chinese determined if we'll go to Peking University which is their most prestigious university and if you are admitted to that university you are basically assured that you will have great career prospects uh, to senior senior management level type of job a few years into post-graduation. So I would like to come back to Africa. That was just a preview I was giving you. In Africa, what's the place of exams? Can a one-day exam or a three-day exam really should it determine the career path of a student? What Africa needs most is to tap into the creative genius of our students. The more creative genius students we create, the more innovative companies they're gonna start and the more people will get high quality jobs, the more wealth will be created and the, the more problems that affect our society will be created and the more wealth will be created. We have engineers and yet we import 
as basic things as matchsticks. So that shows you that exams haven't worked in Africa. In African education systems, exams just cannot measure the ingenuity of a student. And so that's why we need to rethink of the role of exams. Maybe have practical components. In the olden days, we studied through apprenticeship. I'm not disputing that Western education has its advantages, but one of the disadvantages is that it has theorized everything, such that the master's is now the new bachelor's, such that even for the most basic of jobs, you now need a, an academic certificate. Whereas studies show that you only apply about 1% of what you learn in school to the job environment, and so I would like a situation where internships, apprenticeship, and skills-based learning is what is what we give emphasis to. It's called competency-based learning. We develop competencies in, instead of grades. If we can develop competencies, then trust me. Competencies in our students, then trust you me. Africa's greatest problem, greatest challenges will be solved in a fraction of a second. So exams don't measure competencies. It is skills that develop competencies in a person. So I will hope that our education system will de-emphasize exams and emphasize competencies and skills. So you can get all these ideas and the best education systems Africa should have and the role of exams in my book that is the new africa rising that is the new africa rising by collins mabinda okango it's available on amazon.com for only 4.99 dollars the link is at the top of this episode it starts with https that copy and paste that link into your web browser read the first 20 pages for free get a feel of the promise and potential of africa and if you enjoy the read Make a purchase of only $4.99. That is The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. In the book, I basically address how Africa can move from the periphery of world affairs to be front and center of the world. I call Africa the 1% continent because it contributes 1% or 1% to the global economic output, 1% of stock market activity, 1% of new patents, 1% of global trade, 1% of research output. So how can this 1% continent move to be the 80, 70 or 80% continent of the world? This is basically, we produce what we consume, and we consume what we produce. We are the natural, we are the world's back and factory. We produce natural uh, resources for the world to add value, but we need to add value to ourselves. Convert titanium to aircraft, uranium to nuclear power reactors, reverse hydroelectric power plants, convert copper to transformers and electronic parts, convert lithium to electric cars, convert coltan to mobile phones, convert steel to machinery. If we can do that, trust you me, we will move from a per capita of 1,500 to a per capita of 
$150,000 per year within the next 25 years. That is a hundred times growth, not hundred percent, a hundred times growth. That's ten thousand percent growth. So that can be done and I know right now you're saying this must be a dreamer, this needs to see a sarcastic or someone told me this one must be an escapist. How, how dare you say Africa should be a one fifty trillion dollar economy while the United States is a twenty trillion dollar economy? But it's all about perceptions. We produce the wealth of the world. That wealth needs to stay in Africa. So that's my basic premise. We need to move from $1.5 trillion to $150 trillion within the next 25 years. So that's it. Produce what you consume, consume what you produce. Get these ideas in my book. The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabindo Kango. The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabindo Kango. We attach the link at the top. It starts with HTTPS. Copy and paste that link into your browser. Read the first 20 pages for free. If you, are, you like the feel of the book of the potential and promise of Africa, make a purchase of only $4.99 on Amazon.com through that link. Thank you.